letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. With the WCCO All Local for Tuesday, May 16th, I'm Mark Fry. Today's stories include there's a smoky haze lingering above the Twin Cities. We'll tell you why. All this moisture mixed with warm temperatures is making it a prime season for ticks. And we'll tell you about the Animal Humane Society reopening a couple of shelters following a canine influenza outbreak. Our top story, though, comes from the state capitol in St. Paul, where Minnesota House and Senate negotiators have finalized a bill that would allow recreational marijuana to become legal as early as this summer. This is long overdue. Really proud of the work that they've done. Glad it's there. Governor Tim Walz talking about the finalized bill that will legalize recreational marijuana for adults 21 and over in the state. We're going to quit criminalizing folks around this. We're going to trust adults to make their own decisions. Under the plan, marijuana products would be taxed at 10% with the revenue shared between local governments and the state. It would also pave the way for those convicted of marijuana offenses to clear their records. And we're going to start doing the work uh, around the expungement of the records to make sure that there's a fair in what we did. The bill will also create a new Office of Cannabis Management, which will both regulate and oversee the industry. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. News of an agreement on recreational marijuana comes hours after Minnesota's public safety bill passed in the House early this morning, less than a week after the two key gun safety items were tacked on. Those items include background checks for private gun purchases and a red flag law allowing a court to take a gun away from a person who is dangerous to themselves or others. Republican Representative Peggy Scott says approval of those items was one-sided. Folks, public safety and our courts affect every one of us in all of our districts. There was not a good reason for not putting at least one Republican conferee on the committee. DFL Representative Kelly Muller says there's help for local law enforcement in the bill. As the BCA comes in to help with these clearance rates, then it can help assist um, when your locals come in and help. There's some funding for them to be able to do that. Democrats say the bill makes Minnesota safer. Republicans argue that it's soft on crime and that the gun safety measures only penalize law-abiding citizens. Al Shock, News Talk 8 WCCO. Governor Wall says he will sign the public safety bill. Police have arrested a teen who threatened to stab another teen at a high school just west of the metro. A 16-year-old Watertown Mayor High School student is in custody after threatening to stab another student. Sheriff's officials say a knife was recovered and the student admitted he had made the threat. Carver County Sheriff Jason Camarud says threats of this nature are taken seriously. The department thoroughly investigates these types of incidents and will pursue prosecution of anyone found to have criminal involvement. The incident is still under investigation. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Meanwhile, police say a 15-year-old girl from South St. Paul has died after a weekend shooting in Minneapolis. Marlisha Davenport showed up Saturday night at North Memorial Hospital with a gunshot wound to the back and has since died. It's not clear exactly where in North Minneapolis she was shot, and police say they're looking for the shooter. You may notice a bit of a haze in the skies over the Twin Cities metro. You're not imagining it. There is smoke drifting down into Minnesota from wildfires in Canada. WCCO's Paul Douglas says it's now just reaching us. Mother Nature doing some grilling up in northern Saskatchewan, northern Alberta. A lot of wildfires, some of them uh, still burning out of control, and just a huge pall of smoke being belched downwind over Minnesota. 
There is an air quality alert in effect north of the Twin Cities metro. Some of the cities in the affected area include St. Cloud, Little Falls, and Foley. A three-mile stretch of Shepherd and Warner roads adjacent to downtown St. Paul remain closed because of rising waters on the Mississippi River. The roadway closed a month ago because of the flood threat and was scheduled to reopen today. St. Paul and Ramsey County Public Works officials say recent rainfall prompted their decision. The National Weather Service forecasts the Mississippi will reach moderate flood stage or just above 16 feet by Sunday. All the early spring flooding this year and warmer temps on the horizon mean tick populations in Minnesota are expected to thrive. John Oliver with the University of Minnesota's School of Public Health says increased humidity from flood areas will impact the likelihood of Minnesotans coming into contact with ticks. Overall, that higher moisture content of the soil and in the air is going to be good for the ticks. Oliver also reminds Minnesotans to dress properly in wooded areas and be mindful that ticks could attach in a variety of environments. One common misconception that I see is that ticks drop from above. They don't. Ticks actually are going to be on low vegetation. It's recommended that Minnesotans who spend extended periods outside do daily tick inspections in the summer months to avoid tick-borne diseases. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Animal Humane Society adoption centers in Coon Rapids and Golden Valley are back open this afternoon after a canine influenza outbreak sickened nearly 200 dogs and forced the shelters to close their doors back on April 6. The Animal Humane Society's Director of Veterinary Medicine, Dr. Graham Brayshaw, says they've made improvements to better handle any potential outbreaks in the future. We have extra steps when it comes to isolation for any dog that shows a respiratory disease that could be canine influenza, lengthened times of quarantine, extra steps of testing, especially while we're seeing some potential community spread that's going around as well. The Animal Humane Society Woodbury location reopened last Tuesday. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.